Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, Max Scherzer struck out 13 but did not win. In fact, the Nationals did not win, though they had ample opportunity to do so. They had Bryce Harper almost win it for them, then ultimately take a called third strike and then loudly berate an umpire and get tossed out. I'll tell you uh, a little bit about what Bryce Harper supposedly said, but not all the way, even though it's a podcast. Uh, I just don't think it's appropriate. This was the Jose Lobatone game. Seriously, the Mets win it, and this is the Daily Mets Podcast. It's your Daily Mets Podcast. It's your Daily Mets Podcast. It's where you're going to find out what the Mets are doing. Yes, the Jose Lobatone game. I guess if this one goes down into the annals, or even the annals of med history, we'll always fondly recall it as the Jose Lobatone game. You don't even remember Jose Lobatone was on the team, did you? Until right now. I forgot. But he did get called back up on September 1st from Vegas just to have a fourth catcher just in case. And sure enough, the Mets, who had already pinch hit Jack Reinheimer, and that did not go well with the bases loaded, pinch hit Jose Lobaton with the bases loaded in the 12th. All you needed was a little lift, a little loft, and a sack fly wins the game 5-4. to four. Jose Lobaton played a couple hundred games as a Washington National. Actually did an okay job for them, but he'll always be remembered as a bit of an anti-hero. Game five of the NLDS, bottom of the eighth, 9-8 ball game. Jose Lobaton skidded off the bag on a snap throw to first by Wilson Contreras last year just for a millisecond. It went to a long review, potential game-winning rally aborted, and Dusty Baker got fired, yada, yada, yada. Now the Nationals have bigger issues. They're not even going to make the playoffs this year. Might not even finish 500. They are 77 and 76 right now. Well, five autumns ago, Max Scherzer memorably struck out 17 Mets on his way to a no-hitter before the Mets were on their way to a World Series. On this particular autumn night, the Mets struck out even more times than that. It was 19 at times. Not quite a Mets record. 22 is the record. Uh, Scherzer was around for 13 of those, but not for the win or the loss. It was a Jacob deGrom-style no decision. And uh, we will recap the game for you right now. It's brought to you by Burke Rehabilitation. They have helped patients achieve their maximum recovery from a life-changing illness, injury, or surgery. Give them a call at 914-597-2200 or go to burke.org for more information. This was a game played with a marshy outfield, and that would actually kind of figure into this game. Players were leaving divots out there whenever they would try to dive for a ball or slide for a ball. There was a cute moment in the game where Brandon Nimmo, because he's just such a Boy Scout, was trying to replace the many divots left by a very large man, Dominic Smith, in left field. Sometimes plays fly balls like he's allergic to them anyway, and this was the case in this game. It looked like every outfielder was running wearing snowshoes in this game. And Smith actually left his feet, and you could almost see it coming, like, oh, no. And sure enough, 
huge mounds, big clumps of grass coming up, coming out. And Nimmo went over and politely started trying to replace every divot. He had no idea what he was doing. He was like trying to put a jigsaw puzzle together. I think this one goes here. This one goes here. Uh, And Dominic Smith was just like the supervisor. He stood there and watched the whole thing. But anyway, uh, by the time all that was going on, the Mets had a 3-0 lead. They homered back-to-back off Scherzer in the third. Michael Conforto drilled one 406 feet to left field. And Conforto just having a monster second half. He's now got 26 runs batted in in September. That is four more than anybody else in the major leagues right now. And the, the way that he fans out the home runs, some to left, some to center, some to right. If you were to look at his spray chart, it would look like a, a well-fertilized lawn. I mean, or, or when you mow the lawn, you're not supposed to leave any patches, nothing empty. He's, he's hit every blade of grass, it seems like, in this analogy. He can homer to left, to center, to right, left, center, right, center. This happened to be to left, and it was his 27th of the year. He's now up to 77 runs batted in. And Jay Bruce followed. Jay Bruce hit one to the uh, left-center area as well off Scherzer, his ninth of the year. So the Mets were ahead 3 to nothing. Finally, Jason Vargas, who was pitching a beautiful ball game, started to cave a bit in the bottom of the sixth. They gave up an infield single, Jose Reyes and Ahmed Rosario, for, for as great uh, buddies as they are. You know, as much time as they spend together, they really seem to not communicate well in the field. They kind of clanged into each other, and the ball went for an infield hit for Trey Turner. Eventually, Anthony Rendon hit a long two-run home run. That was pretty much it at that point for Vargas. He has still not thrown more than 92 pitches in a Mets start, 19 starts along. But at least he got the Mets to lead. It was 3-2 to two at the end of six. Then it got really interesting. The team started just kind of messing around with scoring opportunities. The Mets did cash in with one run in the eighth. Jeff McNeil a triple. He did that off a left-hand pitcher. He's now got 18 multi-hit games in his first 55 big league ball games. The kid's incredible. A double and a triple in this one. He's now hitting 338. Later in the game, it was thought that he was ejected for arguing a strike call right in the middle of an at-bat. Turned out he wasn't ejected, but Mickey Calloway came running out thinking he was, started getting in the face of DJ Rayburn, and Rayburn threw out Mickey. It was kind of a, a little bait and switch right there. You know, he kind of goaded onto the field. Everybody was surprised when McNeil continued that at bat. We'll get to that in a second. But first, got to tell you that the Washington Nationals had actually tied the game. They got two in the eighth against the bullpen. Anthony Sforzak allowed a single and a walk. And then after Bryce Harper had an epic at bat with young Daniel Zamora, it finally ended after 10 pitches. There were eight straight foul balls, just slider after slider. Here's a number one pick in the draft against the number 1,207 pick in the draft at one point. And the number 1207 guy won out, although it was on a very deep fly ball to right. Harper never ran. He thought he he hit a home run, so he just kind of pimped it. But oops, ball was caught by Brandon Nimmo at the base of the wall. But eventually, a couple runs would score. Rendon on RBI ground out. Juan Soto off Robert Gazelman, RBI double. Gazelman escaped after that. So it was 4-4, four to four, and it stayed that way for a good long time. The Mets had a, a nice opportunity in the 10th inning, couldn't score. And uh, that one was a Jack Reinheimer 1-2-3 double play. He had pinch hit with the bases loaded. And <laughs> the Mets do not have a lot of options, obviously, off the bench. They do not have nearly the thick September roster that a lot of other teams have when you're calling on Jack Reinheimer off the bench to win it. But uh, a 1-2-3 double play absolutely, absolutely did not win it. Then the Nationals had a big opportunity, both in the 10th and the 11th. They had Harper get caught stealing 
On this one, I had to go to replay review to, to uh, decide that, but he was eventually called out, and a potential big inning for the Nationals was snuffed out. All they needed was one run, but they didn't get any. In the 11th, leadoff double by Ryan Zimmerman. He could not score. As the Mets were able to pitch out of that, it was Jacob Rehm walking the tightrope, and he would ultimately get the win. The Mets also had themselves a leadoff double in the top of the ninth. That from Brandon Nimmo on an 0-2 count off a lefty. You love that. But Jose Reyes popped up his sack bunt. It looked like he just wasn't into bunting, and, and it showed. Ploiecki then lined out. He's 0 for his last 15. Austin Jackson struck out. That was a 19th Met strikeout of the night. But then finally, yes, the Mets coming through in the top of the 12th. Rosario leadoff single. He had a three-hit night. And McNeil, believe it or not, a sacrifice bunt. Remember those? Remember when that used to be a thing? Then they walked Conforto intentionally, Bruce unintentionally. That loaded the bases. And again, because the Mets have a very thin bench, they get Lobatone up there for his first at-bat since coming back from AAA 19 days ago. All you need is a fly ball of any depth, and he provided it. Lifted it to center field, and the Mets would hang on, win it in the bottom of the 12th, getting right through it with Paul Sewald, Career 0-12, but picking up his second save. For the second out, he struck out his Las Vegas buddy, Bryce Harper. Those guys go way, way back. And in fairness, when Harper freaked out a little bit, that pitch that he struck out on was not a strike. It was two inches inside. Harper uh, professed that he disagreed with the call. And I'm going to try to be as delicate as I can here. As he was walking away from home plate, he suggested that the umpire do something that, that my guess is the umpire probably didn't want to do. If we were role-playing here and somebody was, oh, I don't know, Bill Clinton, and somebody was, oh, I don't know, let's just say Monica Lewinsky, just pulling that out of thin air, uh, maybe that, that could have been arranged. That's the kind of thing that Bryce Harper was suggesting. And uh, DJ Rayburn was not buying what Bryce was selling. He ejected Bryce Harper, even though Bryce uh, was walking away at that point. But DJ Rayburn heard what he heard, didn't like it. And that was it for Bryce Harper. So maybe the most excitement of the last two hours of the game, if not the Lobatone sack fly, was Harper then getting very loudly ejected from the game. Now we have the answer to the question. What does Mickey Calloway have in common with Bryce Harper? They both got ejected by DJ Rayburn. Mickey Calloway meeting the media, and uh, he'll comment, I'm sure, about his ejection here. This is brought to you by Ridgewood Savings Bank. At Ridgewood, you'll find the same time-saving online and mobile tools as the big banks, but with better service, fewer fees, and none of the runaround. RidgewoodBank.com, great people, great service. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's the ejected one. Here's Mickey. Wait a minute, this just in. What do you mean we don't have Mickey Calloway? We don't have the audio? Oh, boy. Okay, well... We'll have to go to plan B, fake Mickey Calloway. I'll ask the questions here. Hey, fake Mickey Calloway, who may or may not be, oh, I don't know, a Mets third baseman here on the bus. Um, What did you do to get ejected there? Please explain that. Please take us through that. Yeah, uh, just been playing so well. You know, the umpire kind of thought he went, and I just blew a gasket. It was one of those things where, you know, we weren't, doing our jobs right there at that moment but at the same token I had to make sure I got my two cents in to DJ Rayburn and guess what he tossed me I asked him after the game if we can do something like get dinner so we can talk about it again he said no so I decided to leave beautiful all right that is Mickey Calloway the Mets who started the night seven games behind Washington and they started seven games behind Atlanta Mets actually win it 
in extras, five to four. And they are now 14 and 26 in one-run games. These are the kind of games they have not been winning this year, but that was a pleasure to see how that one ended. And uh, certainly interesting to hear the commentary of Bryce Harper at the end, right before he got the thumb or, or another part of the anatomy. What's brewing for today? Brought to you by the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. They're making a big-time comeback later this year, returning to your neighborhood under new ownership, but still, as always, serving the finest premium coffees from around the world. Here comes the DeGrom start. You guys ready for this? It is Jacob DeGrom, and he'll face Joe Ross, who has been hurt most of the year. DeGrom's one major league home run was against Joe Ross last summer. Just throwing that out there. Come on, offense. The Mets are hitting 217 in Jacob DeGrom starts this year. Come on, guys. The bullpen has an ERA of 6.97 when coming on in place of DeGrom this year. Normally, that ERA from the bullpen is 4.6, which is still not good, but DeGrom deserves better from the offense and from the bullpen. Finally trying to get that ninth win. And uh, again, Max Scherzer, though he struck out 13, did not get to his 18th win. That's what he was hoping to circle on his resume to point when it came time for the voting. This game just marauded on until the 12th inning before the Mets finally took it by the final of 5-4. to four. By the way, Saturday it'll be Corey Oswalt against Tanner Roark. Sunday, Stephen Metz on the mound for the Mets to finish up. That'll be the last Mets road game of the year. They've got a shot to have a winning road record. They are now 38-40. and 40. If they win out, they will get that done. The Mets are actually 9-7 and seven against Washington now, although they have been outscored 93-69. to 69. Losing 15 nothing and 25 to 4 will do that to you, I suppose. Reminds you of the 1960 World Series, where the Yankees more than doubled up the Pirates, but lost the World Series anyway. It's as close to the World Series as the Nationals are going to get again. See what I did there? Okay, that's enough. I don't mean to pile on the Nationals. It's just fun, and, you know, it's been a, been a long night. All right, we'll see if Bryce Harper has any other suggestions for the umpires tomorrow as well. And uh, we'll see if the Mets can keep the good times rolling. Jose Lobaton, the hero. And the Mets win it in extras. This is the Daily Mets Podcast. I'm Josh Lewin. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.